0: Act Three of Eunicus the Eunuch by Terence. Translated by Henry Thomas Riley. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Scene One Enter Threso and Atho.
1: Did Thais really return me many thanks?
2: Exceeding thanks.
1: Was she delighted, say you?
2: Not so much indeed at the present itself as because it was given by you, really, in right earnest, she
0: does exult at that enter Parmino unseen from Leche's house, Parmino apart
3: I've come here to be on the lookout that when there is an opportunity, I may take the presents. But see here is the captain,
1: undoubtedly, it is the case with me. That everything I do is a cause for thankfulness. Upon my faith, I've observed it. The most mighty king, even, always used to give me especial thanks for whatever I did. But not so to others.
2: He who has the wit that you have, often by his words appropriates to himself the glory that has been achieved by the labour of others.
1: You've just hit it.
2: The king, then, kept you in his eye. Just so. To enjoy your society?
1: True. He entrusted to me all his army, all his state secrets.
2: Astonishing!
1: Then, if on any occasion a surfeit of society or a dislike of business came upon him when he was desirous to take some recreation, just as though understand.
2: I know, just as though on occasion he would rid his mind of those anxieties.
1: You have it? Then he used to take me aside as his only boon companion.
2: Who, you are telling of a king of refined taste.
1: I, oh, he is a person of that sort, a man of but very few acquaintanceships.
2: canatho aside. Indeed, of none, I fancy, if he's on intimate terms with you.
1: All the people envied me and attacked me privately. I don't care one straw. They envied me dreadfully, but one in particular, whom the king had appointed over the Indian elephants. Once, when he became particularly troublesome, Prithee, Strato,' said I, Are you so fierce, because you hold command over the wild beasts?
2: Cleverly said upon my faith, and shrewdly. Astonishing! You did give the fellow a home thrust. What said he?
1: Dumbfounded. Instantaneously.
0: How could he be otherwise? Parmino apart.
1: Ye gods, by our trust in you. A
3: lost and miserable fellow the one, and the other a scoundrel.
1: Well then, about that matter, Napho, the way in which I touched upon the Rhodian at the banquet, did I never tell you?
2: Never, but pray, do tell me. Aside I've heard it more than a thousand times already.
1: There was in my company at a banquet this young man of Rhodes, who I'm speaking of. By chance I had a mistress there. He began to toy with her and to annoy me. What are you doing, Sir Impudence? I said to the fellow. A here yourself, and looking out for game?
0: Latho pretended to laugh very heartily.
1: <laughs> What's the matter?
2: How apt. How smart, how clever! Nothing could be more excellent. Prithee, was this a saying of yours? I fancied it was an old one.
1: Did you ever hear it
2: before? Many a time, and it is mentioned among the first rate ones. It's my own. I'm sorry, though, that it was said to a thoughtless young man, and one of respectability. Parmino apart.
3: May the gods confound you.
2: Pray. What did he do?
1: Quite disconcerted. All who were present were dying with laughter. In short, they were all quite afraid of me.
2: Not without reason.
1: But, you, had I best clear myself of this with Thais, as to her suspicion that I am fond of this girl?
2: By no means. On the contrary, rather increase her jealousy. Why so? Do you ask me? Don't you see, if on any occasion she makes mention of Phaedria or commends him to provoke you?
1: I understand.
2: That such may not be the case. This method is the only remedy. When she speaks of Phaedria, do you instantly mention Pamphyla? If at any time she says, let's invite Phaedria to make one, do you say, let's ask Pamphylla to sing? If she praises his good looks, do you, on the other hand, praise hers? In short, do you return like for like, which will mortify her?
1: If indeed she loved me, this might be of some use now,
2: Since she is impatient for and loves that which you give her, she already loves you. As it is, then, it is an easy matter for her to feel vexed. She will be always afraid lest the presents which she herself is now getting you may on some occasion be taking elsewhere.
1: Well said. That never came into my mind.
2: Nonsense. You never thought about it. How else much
0: more readily would you yourself have hit upon it, Thraso? Scene 2. Enter Thais from her house, attended by Pythias. Thais as she comes
4: out. I thought I'd just now heard the captain's voice, and look, here he is. Welcome, my dear Thraso.
1: Oh, my Thais, my sweet one. How are you? How much do you love me in return for that music, girl?
0: Part no, apart.
1: How polite. What a beginning
3: he has made on meeting her. Very much as you deserve.
2: Let's go to dinner, then. To Thraso. What do you stand here for?
0: Parmino
3: apart. Then there's the other one. You would declare that he was born for his belly's sake.
1: When you please, I shan't
3: delay.
0: Parmino apart.
3: I'll accost them and pretend as though I had just come out.
0: He comes forward.
3: Are you going anywhere,
4: Thais? (laughs) Ha! Parmino, well done. Just going out for the day. Where?
0: Theus, aside, pointing at Thraso.
4: Why, don't you see him?
0: Parmino aside.
4: I see
3: him, and I'm sorry for it. Aloud. Phaedria's presents are ready for
1: you when you please.
0: Thraso impatiently.
1: Why are we to stand here? Why don't we be off?
0: Parmino to Thraso.
1: Troth now,
3: pray. Do let us, with your leave present to her the things we intend, and accost and speak to her.
0: Faiso, ironically.
1: Very fine presents, I suppose, or at least equal to mine.
3: The fact will prove itself.
0: Goes to the door of Lechi's house and calls.
1: Ho
3: oh, there! Bid those people come out of doors at once, as I ordered.
0: Enter from the house a black girl.
3: Do you step forward this way.
0: To Theus.
3: She comes all the way from Ethiopia.
0: Thraso contemptuously.
1: Here on some three men in value. Hardly so much.
3: Where are you, Doris? Step this way.
0: Enter Correa from the house, dressed like the eunuch.
3: There's a eunuch for you. Of what a genteel appearance. Of what a prime age.
4: God bless me, he's handsome.
3: What say you, Natho? Do you see anything to find fault with? And what say you, Thraso? Aside, they hold their tongues. They praise him sufficiently thereby.
0: To Theus.
3: Make a trial of him in literature. Try him in exercises and in music. I'll warrant him well-skilled in what it becomes a gentleman to know.
1: That eunuch, if occasion served, even in my sober senses, I—
3: And he who has sent these things makes no request that you will live for him alone, and that for his own sake others may be excluded— HE NEITHER TELLS OF BATTLES, NOR SHOWS HIS SCARS, NOR DOES HE RESTRICT YOU AS...
0: LOOKING AT Thraso.
3: A CERTAIN PERSON DOES. BUT WHEN IT IS NOT INCONVENIENT, WHENEVER YOU THINK FIT, WHENEVER YOU HAVE THE TIME, HE IS SATISFIED TO BE ADMITTED.
0: Thraso TO NATHO CONTEMPTUOUSLY.
1: IT APPEARS THAT THIS IS THE SERVANT OF SOME BEGGARLY WRETCHED MASTER.
0: WHY,
2: FAITH, NO PERSON, I'M QUITE SURE OF THAT. Could possibly put up with him, who had the means to get another.
3: You hold your tongue, a fellow whom I consider beneath all men of the very lowest grade, for when you can bring yourself to flatter that fellow?
0: Pointing to Thraso.
3: I do believe you could pick your victuals out of the very
1: flames. Are we to go now?
4: I'll take these indoors
0: first. Pointing to Korea and the Ethiopian.
4: And at the same time, I'll order what I wish. After that, I'll return immediately.
0: Goes into the house with Pythias, Curia, and the slave. Thraso to Natho.
1: I shall be off. Do you wait for her?
3: It's not a proper thing for a general to be walking in the street with a mistress.
1: Why should I use many words with you? You are the very ape of your master.
0: Exit Parmino.
1: <laughs> what are you laughing at?
2: At what you were mentioning just now. That saying, too, about the Rhodian, recurred to my mind. But Theus is coming out.
1: You go before. Take care that everything is ready at home.
0: Very well. Exit. Re-enter Theus with Pythias and female attendants.
1: Take
4: care, Pythias, and be sure that if Cremes should happen to come, to beg him to wait. If that is not convenient, then to come again. If he cannot do that, bring him to me. I'll do so. Well, what else was I intending to say? Oh, do you take particular care of that young woman? Be sure that you keep at home.
1: Let
0: us be gone. Theus to her attendants.
4: You follow me.
0: Exit Theus and Threso, followed by the attendants. Pythias goes into the house. SCENE THREE, INTO CREMIS CREMIS
5: TO HIMSELF Why, really, the more and more I think of it, I shouldn't be surprised if this Thais should be doing me some great mischief. So cunningly do I perceive myself beset by her. Even on the occasion when she first requested me to be fetched to her, anyone might ask me what business had you with her, really, I don't know, when I came she found an excuse for me to remain there. She said she had been offering a sacrifice, and that she was desirous to speak upon some important business with me. Even then I had a suspicion that all these things were being done for her artful purposes. She takes her place beside me, pays every attention to me, seeks an opportunity for conversation. When the conversation flagged, she turned off to this point. How long since my father and mother died? I said it was now a long time ago. "'whether I had any country house at Sunium, and how far from the sea. "'I suppose that this has taken her fancy, and she expects to get it away from me. "'Then at last, whether any little sister of mine had been lost from there, "'whether any person was with her, what she had about her when she was lost, "'whether anyone could recognize her. "'Why should she make these inquiries?' Unless, perhaps, she pretends, so great is her assurance, that she herself is the same person that was formerly lost when a little girl. But if she is alive, she is sixteen years old, not older, whereas Theus is somewhat older than I am. She has sent to press me earnestly to come. Either let her speak out what she wants, or not be troublesome. I assuredly shall not come a third time. Knocking at the door of Thais Ho there! Ho there! Is anyone here? It's I, Kremis.
0: Scene 4. Enter Pythias from the house.
4: Oh, most charming, dear creature.
5: Kremis apart. I said there was a design upon me.
4: Theus entreated you most earnestly to come again tomorrow.
5: I'm going into the country.
4: Do, there's a dear sir.
5: I cannot, I tell you.
4: Then stay here at our house till she comes back.
5: Nothing less likely.
4: Why, my dear Chremys?
0: Taking hold of him. Chremys shaking her off. Away to perdition with you.
4: If you are so determined about it, pray do step over to the place where she is.
0: I'll go there. Pythias calling at the door.
4: Here, Dorius.
0: Dorius enters.
4: SHOW THIS PERSON DIRECTLY TO THE CAPTAINS.
0: EXIT CREEMYS WITH DORIUS. Pythias GOES INTO THE HOUSE. SCENE five. ENTER ANTIPHO. ANTIPHO TO HIMSELF.
4: Yesterday some young fellows of us agreed together at the Pireus that we were to go shares today in a club entertainment. We gave Cheery charge of this matter. Our rings were given as pledges. The place and time arranged. The time has now gone by. At the place appointed, there was nothing ready. The fellow himself is nowhere to be met with. I neither know what to say nor what to suppose. Now the rest have commissioned me with this business to look for him. I'll go see, therefore, if he's at home. But who's this, I wonder, coming out of Thyas's. Is it he or is it not? "'Tis the very man. "'What sort of being is this? "'What kind of garb is this? "'What mischief is going on now? "'I cannot sufficiently wonder or conjecture. "'But whatever it is, "'I should like first at a distance to try and find out.'
0: He stands apart. Scene 6. Enter Korea from the house of Theus in the eunuch's dress. Korea, looking around, then aloud to himself,
6: is there anybody here Hmm, there's no one is there anyone following me from there there's not a person now am i not at liberty to give vent to these raptures oh supreme jupiter now assuredly is the time for me to meet my death when i can so well endure it lest my life should sully this ecstasy with some disaster Is there now no inquisitive person to be intruding upon me, to be following me wherever I go, to be deafening me, worrying me to death, with asking questions? Why thus transported, or why so overjoyed? Whither I am going, Whence I am come, where I got this garb, what is my object, whether I am in my senses, or whether downright mad? Antifo apart.
4: I'll accost him, and I'll do him the favour which I see he's wishing for.
0: Accosting him.
4: Tyria, why are you thus transported? What's the object of this garb? Why is it that you're so overjoyed? What is the meaning of this? Are you quite right in your senses? Why do you stare at me? What have you to say?
6: Oh, joyous day! Oh, welcome, my friend! There's not one in all the world whom I would rather wish to see at this moment than yourself.
4: Pray do tell me what all this means.
6: "'Nay, rather, that I beg of you to listen to me. "'Do you know the mistress whom my brother is so fond of?'
4: "'I know her. I suppose you mean Thais?'
6: "'The very same.'
4: "'So far I recollect.'
6: "'Today a certain damsel was presented to her. "'Why now should I extol or commend her beauty to you, Antipho? "'since you yourself know how nice a judge of beauty I am? "'I have been smitten by her.'
4: "'Do you say so?'
6: "'If you saw her, I am sure you would say she is exquisite.' What need of many words. I fell in love with her. By good luck there was at her house a certain eunuch, whom my brother had purchased for Thais, and he had not as yet been sent to her. On this occasion, Parmino, our servant, made a suggestion to me, which I adopted.
4: What was it?
6: Be quiet, and you shall hear the sooner. To change clothes with him, and order myself to be taken there in his stead.
4: What? Instead of the eunuch?
6: The fact—
4: to receive what advantage, pray, from this plan?
6: Do you ask that I might see, hear, and be in company with her whom I loved, Antipho? Is that a slight motive or a poor reason? I was presented to the woman. She, as soon as she received me, joyfully took me home to her house and entrusted the damsel. To whom? To you. To me. Antifo ironically...
4: "'In perfect safety at all events.'
6: "'She gave orders that no male was to come near her, "'and commanded me not to stir away from her, "'that I was to remain alone with her in the inner apartments. "'Looking bashfully on the ground, I nodded assent.'
4: "'Poor fellow.'
6: "'I am going out,' said she, "'to dinner.' "'She took her maids with her. "'A few novices of girls remained to be about her. "'These immediately made preparations for her to bathe.' i urged them to make haste while preparations were being made the damsel sat in a room looking up at a certain painting in which was represented how jove is said once to have sent a golden shower into the bosom of danny i myself began to look at it as well and as he had in former times played the like game i felt extremely delighted that a god should change himself into money and slyly come through the tiles of another person's house to deceive the fair one by means of a shower But what god was this? He who shakes the most lofty temples of heaven with his thunders. Was I, a poor creature of a mortal, not to do the same? Certainly I was to do it, and without hesitation. While I was thinking over these matters with myself, the damsel, meantime, was fetched away to bathe. She went, bathed, and came back, after which they laid her on a couch. I stood waiting to see if they gave me any orders. One came up. "'Here, Doris,' said she, "'take this fan and let her have a little air in this fashion while we are bathing. "'When we have bathed, if you like, you may bathe too.' "'With a demure air I took it.'
1: "'Really,
4: I should very much have liked to see that impudent face of yours just then. "'And what figure a great donkey like you made, holding a fan?'
6: "'Hardly had she said this when all in a moment betook themselves off.' Away they went to bathe and chattered aloud, just as the way is when masters are absent. Meanwhile, sleep overtook the damsel. I slyly looked askance through the fan this way. Showing how? At the same time, I looked round in all directions to see whether all was quite safe. I saw that it was. I bolted the door. What then? Huh? What then, you simpleton?
4: I own I am.
6: Was I to let slip the opportunity offered me? So excellent, so short-lived, so longed for, so unexpected. In that case, faith, I really should have been the person I was pretending to be.
4: Troth, you certainly are in the right. But, meantime, what has been arranged about the club entertainment? All's ready. You are a clever band, but where? At your house?
6: No, at Discus's, our freedmen
4: that's a long way off
6: then let's make so much the greater haste
4: change your dress
6: where am i to change it i'm at a loss for at present i am an exile from home i'm afraid of my brother lest he should be indoors and then again of my father lest he should have returned from the country by this
4: let's go to my house there is the nearest place for you to change
6: you say right let's be off Besides, I want to take counsel with you about this girl, by what means I may be able to secure the future possession of her. Very well. End of Act Three